Hey team, I hope you're having a great day and welcome back to Econ Recaps. Starting with the market, the S&P 500 closed the day down 52 hundredths of a percent to a price of $4,365.69. The catalyst for this sell-off was Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's testimony today, during which he spoke with a hawkish tone, mentioning the need to slow down consumer demand and continue hiking rates. This hurt cyclical sectors like information technology and consumer discretionary, which make up a combined 38.2% of the S&P 500. Information technology was down nearly 1.5%, with big names like AMD and Intel losing 5.7% and 6% on the day. Salesforce and Qualcomm also struggled, with both companies closing the day down 3.4%. Looking to consumer discretionary, the sector ETF was down nearly 1% today, led by a steep sell-off of Tesla shares. The EV maker closed the day down 5.46% as optimism over future sales began to wane, due in no small part to Jerome Powell's testimony. It also didn't help that large investment bank Barclays downgraded the stock from a buy to a hold, encouraging investors to take profits following the massive run-up. Looking to other news, the United Kingdom's CPI print for May was released today. The reading came in unchanged from April at 8.7%, defying expectations that it would drop to 8.4%. Core CPI, which excludes food, tobacco, and energy prices, rose to 7.1%, its highest level since 1992. Markets are now pricing in a 40% chance that the Bank of England raises rates 50 basis points to 5% during its meeting tomorrow. It should be noted that even when CPI hit 11.1% in October of last year, core CPI was still lower than it is today at just 6.5%. In a surprising turn of events, the FTC has officially filed a complaint against Amazon for sabotaging consumer efforts to cancel Prime and enrolling consumers into Amazon Prime without their consent via the use of quote-unquote dark patterns. Essentially, the FTC claims that in many cases, the option to purchase an item on Amazon without subscribing to Prime was more difficult for consumers to locate than the subscribe and purchase button. They also claim the button presented to consumers to complete their transaction did not clearly state that in choosing that option, they were agreeing to join Prime for an automatic reoccurring subscription. Logitech reversed some of its 2.69% decline during the day by announcing that they approved a new $1 billion share buyback, sending the company up 1.58% in after hours to a price of $55.40. Usually, with these share buybacks, a company won't use the entire allotted amount and will instead set cash aside until their stock drops to a favorable price. I mention this because Logitech currently has a market cap of $9.39 billion, implying the company is repurchasing a massive 10% of their equity, which is just unheard of. At a time when more Americans are relying on loans and credit cards to pay their monthly expenses, the Department of Education announced today that student loan payments will begin again in October. While it definitely sucks, on a more positive side, it will almost certainly cause the 43 million Americans with student loans to cut back on discretionary spending, which is a good sign for ending inflation. 
Lastly, as businesses attempt to diversify away from China's instability, the CEOs of Apple, Microsoft, Google, and FedEx will attend India's Prime Minister's White House dinner on Thursday. Other companies, such as General Electric and General Atomics, have already struck military deals with India, and Prime Minister Modi has announced that he will have an additional meeting on Friday with just the tech CEOs. Going into earnings for the day, Winnebago reported revenues of $954.73 million, beating expectations of $901 million. Earnings per share also beat, with $2.13 a share, when estimates were just $1.77. Initially, investors sold the stock off 8.5% this morning due to sales being down almost 40% year-over-year. But this was short-lived, and the company bounced back to only being down 0.85% after open. For tomorrow, we will hear from Accenture, FactSet, and Smith & Wesson. Also, make sure to check out yesterday's video, where we discuss OpenGate's missing submarine, and hit the like and subscribe below if you think this is way better than reading countless articles. Thanks for watching Econ Recaps, and we hope you have a great night. Cheers.